0: Hello, everybody! Welcome back to the Santa Express for our final episode of the season before Nasif has to go off for some SPM-related duties. So yeah, for our final episode, we have a guest. Finally, another guest, a uni mate of mine from Onesh, Mister Ayush. So Ayush, why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners?
1: Hey guys, um, so I'm Ayush Nair, I'm from India, I'm 21 years old um, and I'm in, currently in my second year here at Monash University Malaysia doing the Bachelors of Business and Commerce. So yeah, a uh, pleasure to be here today.
0: Thank you and thank you for being the... <laughs> Guest on our final episode of the season. We had to go out with a solid introduction. We had to go with the bang and honestly, like the why we're is like it took us so long to like set up our recording because usually we record on Discord, but then for some reason the app was just not working with us. The audio was just breaking. The this, up.
1: Discord is like no. Yeah, Discord <laughs> just said not nope. nope. yeah.
0: work.
2: Discord like just just said,
0: no, no peace for you. I'm gonna make no. you all struggle.
2: <laughs> Discord just wanted problems
0: what's problem always so yeah so this week's episode is gonna be about uh foreigners like life in malaysia or thoughts in malaysia like that so yeah irish so first of all how good or bad has your experience in malaysia been so far in the time you've been here
1: um i'll say it was. it's been good um considering i was here when the pandemic started so i oh, didn't shit. do much oh, shit. okay i didn't do much um but hey, it, you know, it is what it is. You can't change a lot about what's going on in the outside life. Um, So yeah, I think all in all has been great um, ever since I've, uh, it's my second year living here now. Um, so, you know, it, the beauty, that's the beauty of being in Malaysia. It's like you meet such, you meet such a multicultural society is that you, you just feel automatically at home, no matter if you're in your first year, your second year, or your third year or fourth, you just feel at home and you don't have you don't even need to, you know, complain of being homesick. So yeah, um, all in all has been a really great experience being in Malaysia and hopefully that continues for long.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good to hear. Have you like ever gotten homesick yet? Or like you
1: haven't gotten that really uh, yet? I haven't gotten homesick yet. I haven't. Um, and I hope not to. Cause you know, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you still got it. Like hey, that's because <laughs> it's um you know being um especially being an Indian you know you mm-hmm. meet so many um Tam uh Indian Tamils over here, yeah, uh, Malaysian Indians over here that you you just don't uh feel homesick you know I come from a part um in down South in India in a from a state called called Kerala, sure. so especially meeting a lot of South south indian people it's automatically f- makes you feel at home if you just meet anyone <laughs> who comes from south india oh, so man. yeah man it's um it's been it's been a good journey oh, as great. of now have you ever been to like yes, the totally. indian community like in KL, the little india yet? i have been to little india but that was before i came here for my education um, um right. i was just i came here i think in uh, 2019 around December um when uh, uh, so me and my family we went visited little india we visited um, a lot of places in kl we visited klcc just to scout the place uh to you scout know the place yeah. <laughs> it good, or not, if, if good or not. <laughs> so yeah but um obviously because uh, the hope was that um if this COVID never had happened um, in the first place, you know, my parents would have come over. We would have visited a lot of places around Malaysia, Penang, yeah. um, and a lot of uh, Johor is, you know, been something to uh, uh, yeah, be right a place that we've been yeah. looking at. So, yeah, um, unfortunately, pandemic has not allowed that. And obviously, tourists have not been, you know, um, are not. You know, obviously because of how this COVID situation is panning out both in India and in Malaysia, it's it's not great. So yeah, okay, hopefully, little- maybe in the future, that plan would uh, come back to life. But yeah, it is what it is, man.
3: Oh, right.
0: Yeah, true. Like, hopefully things lie down a bit, then your family can yeah. come over and everything. You can, show, you can show them the sights. You can show them on Ash as well. <laughs> yeah, oh, the
2: man. pandemic is growing now. The, yeah. the cases are growing, like, Significantly 20, higher. Cases, at the yeah, moment.
0: I would. Yeah. I would have actually been in Langkawi if not for the
1: cases right now. Uh, yeah, that was nice. Langkawi is beautiful, man. Langkawi is so beautiful. Yeah. Not gonna lie, Langkawi is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All
3: right.
2: Yeah. right <clears> so um, uh, you know how you talked about like multicultural just now, right? Are you sure? Yep. I just want to ask you a question about like, have you had any culture shock? about, like, coming in Malaysia, you know how when you first come into Malaysia, have you had any, like, culture shocks?
1: Uh, no. Not as of no. yet. Um, <laughs> because, like, I've, uh, my, uh, you know, my dad works, used to work in the government, ser- government service back in India. Ah, he's, now re- yeah, he's now retired. So, uh, being able to visit countries from every now and then used to be, like, you know, uh, being able to live in that sort of culture mm-hmm. and i don't think like culture shocks is i don't think it's a 21st century thing now like if you're yeah, especially be, if you're yeah. especially if you're a foreign student and you just want to you know if you're making a place that home if you consider making that home you have to be normalized to live in that place you need to understand that okay if this is my home i got to un understand how the way of life is and actually just go run so it's like it. adapting to where you are in a way you're going to call home for like yeah. the next
0: three yeah. four years yeah because
1: yeah. um, a I lot should, of my yeah, friends have because a lot of my friends who um when i was in my first year one of my um my roommate was an indian too mm-hmm. he um wanted to make malaysia his home. he i don't know how many he, times he told me about it that he wants to make malaysia his own but Obviously, due to the pandemic, it changed a lot of his decisions, especially, you know, economic wise, because yeah, how yeah. bad the, um, you know, jobs, job rate was in terms of people being unemployed. And yeah, it just made it all worse. So yeah, he had to return back to India. But yeah, if you're making any country not just malaysia if you're making any country your home you have to understand that you have to adapt to that you have yeah. to be part of that life
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta yeah, get yeah, used yeah. to how things are in the country that you're going to be calling home yeah, for the yeah. next True. three four years so yeah i think that's True. where the homesick thing come, kind of comes in as well like if you, mm-hmm. you if you can't adapt you get like culture shock then you just miss home because that's like your comfort bubble yeah. i guess it's one of the things about living overseas i guess
1: yeah. And that's the thing, like with many foreign students, um, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity that I've met a lot of international students here. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think anyone has complained to me as of yet about homesickness. Um, oh, that's good. And, and, you know, that's the thing, because, you know, if you just go down the road, you'll meet, you'll have a mama, which has literally every type of food you can
3: you can man, go to a,
1: you can go to a copy tab you can go to you know you can go to your local nasi lemak store years, for man. Two, <laughs>
3: i've
1: been living here for two years man i know enough <laughs> i know enough he's been here for
2: two years and <laughs> he knows more than me he's basically
1: one of us now
3: he knows more than me man.
1: Oh man, but yeah. Um, but the thing is like if you if you go through that homesickness, you need to understand that you're not alone just because yeah. you wanna, you know, you complain to your parents, oh, I want to come back home. You going to go home and you have life. no choice. <laughs> yeah. You have no choice because <laughs> either you because okay, obviously be, let's say this pandemic never had happened in a hypothetical yeah. way. And you say like, okay, I want to go back home. I'm homesick. I just want to go back. Where will you go? Where will you study? Like if you, especially, okay, obviously in India, there's like tons of good universities around. But if you are in a low-income country where either the universities are not great, you know, they don't teach the Mm -hmm. the mother, they teach, they focus more on the mother language and not in English. You're going to struggle anywhere. And then you're not going to feel at home over here. And then you're going to be like, ah. And then that obviously impacts you in many ways, emotionally, mentally, even academically, it can impact yeah. you a lot. So Yeah, yeah definitely.
3: definitely.
1: So my tip to any foreigner uh, who's listening to this, if you feel homesick, make friends as soon as possible. Even if it's just
0: yeah, yeah, it's-
1: in a random Facebook group or Insta- Instagram group. Just go make friends. I, I know it's, I'm an introvert. It was hard for me to make friends yeah. in my first year. I'm And I'm literally being brutally honest about <laughs> it. Um, so, but I was lucky enough that the friends that I made here, um, they know who they are. Shout out to them. Um, they've been here for me ever since my first day here in Malaysia. Like every anything that I needed, like anything that I was confused upon. I remember like um, I was um, in a supermarket and I heard the term abang for the first time. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I, just, I was like, I, I don't know what context it was. So I literally posted on my Instagram stories. I'm like, uh, guys, I need your help. Uh, so I was like, what's the term abang mean? And can I use it in what context? Because I was dumbfounded by that. I'm like, I'm like, it's a senior guy. Like, I think it was a senior guy was telling it to a junior guy. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, Yeah. yeah. Because in my culture, we don't call a senior guy a brother. Like, we, yeah. we would call him uncle or auntie. Ah, uh, yeah. Depending yeah. on their age, right? Yeah. And we would just, you know, give them a, you know, there's a sort of a respect you have to give. But I'm like, Abang, like, who, who says Abang to a senior guy? <laughs> And so thankfully some of our friends were like, you know, about me brother, you can use it in this context. So I'm like, ah, okay, this is what it yeah, is. So yeah. so now I I don't use it that often, but to who I think is at my same level who's at their 20s or 30s, I do say. It with them. So yeah, kind of learning the whole language now. But yeah, um, look, man, homesickness is a real thing and you know. You gotta deal with it. Yeah, I mean, and,
0: and sometimes you just you just can't help it. Sometimes you'll just miss home a lot more, especially if something like especially during the pandemic time, like all the yeah. international students who were here, like doing their it's classes worse, and everything. Man. Then boom, you just stuck in your dorm. That must have been like quite hard. I'm not gonna lie, you can't, you yeah, can't it, take. It, it away it from is, you It is. It was
1: really hard because the, the thing with because when I, during my first year when the pandemic had started, and they announced the MCO, I I I remember I was like listening to the uh, press conference by former PM, uh, Mr. Muideen. And I'm like, and when he said MCO, I literally had my head down on my table and I'm like, no, yeah, this cannot be happening right now. <laughs> cause, cause you were, you were like so exposed to outside life. You want to go meet your friends. You want to talk to them. You want to go to the, you know, a cafe or go have, get some lunch together. And then all of a sudden that just puts us, you put a stop to it like you can't do
0: anything you can't do anything
1: but the good thing was with how you know our relationship was with my relationship was with my friends is that we understood each other you know we we knew that okay i think everyone's at a point where either someone's gonna break either emotionally or mentally so we had this, you know, a uh, group on WhatsApp. Uh, we would contact, you know, we would have always have a Zoom call or back then it was called, micro- we had Microsoft Teams. We would do one of these calls either once a week or twice a week. Yes. Just so, you know, like we, and we would not talk about academics all the time. We would talk about stuff that made no sense. Um, <laughs> we would talk, we would talk about football. We would, you know, shit about, shit so about each other's team, <laughs> considering we had like in, in Liverpool the, fans. it's uh,
0: basically, like you're talking. Imagine you're just chilling at the mama, and then you just all those weird conversations that come up because we lost that, and then all those like uncles online, being like,
3: "Yeah,
0: <laughs> what is this?" <laughs> yeah.
2: That's well, how yeah, the Santa that. Express came alive, man. <laughs> we were just talking, we're talking at the mama. At a mama. Yeah, just, it
0: yeah. legit came <laughs> up from yeah. we were just chilling at the mama. I was like, "Hey, dude, want some the podcast?" Then yeah. Yeah,
1: why <laughs> the fuck not, man? <laughs> yeah, no, man. But honestly, yeah. like like I was telling Mikhail about this. I was like, the episode on that you guys spoke about mental health. Yeah. Props to you guys, man. Because yeah. honestly, like when you know, you talk about something as important as mental health, and obviously during these pandemic times, you know, not a lot of people know what's going inside anyone, anyone's no one knows. Yep. You know, yeah. someone could be, you know, contemplating uh to kill themselves yeah. or something. But to really just go down into that subject, down to its core, and to really talk about it from a younger perspective. Man, salute to you guys for doing that episode. And I did text Mikhail after that. Yeah, after did. That episode, so thank you, you. thank yeah, you. And, and
0: that's when you purchased to do this the idea for this episode, actually. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a few months in the oh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we really went out, out out of our way to do the mental health episode because we just thought it was the right time to do it. Like especially yeah. for me. I'm very young. I'm I still have SPM. I'm turning 18 this year. So I didn't have a place to talk about mental health. But then I just felt like I could at least say something about the mental health part of our people's lives because it's the yeah. pandemic, everybody's just going through something. We just don't know it. It's so true, it's better to true. be there just for someone, you know.
0: Yeah, especially so the ones and that are just stuck in their dorms, like I say just now. Yeah, exactly. able to see anybody. Especially like, if, like, like,
1: look at me. I'm literally stuck in my dorm. I have, I don't have a <laughs> my neighbor next to me. <laughs> and but the good thing is, like, I have friends that I, at least I keep talking to every now yeah. and then. That's, so they that's can at one least thing that's important. keep me yeah. mentally sane. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh that's the thing with mental health, and um, if you and I would just uh, actually like to take this opportunity to, you know through your podcast if you guys if you guys are you don't feel well mentally well don't just go and say like i want to go seek help your friends are your help just talk to them no matter of whatever subject it is just talk because talking actually you know you don't need to be a psychiatrist to know all the stuff you just need to be 21 19 20 years old to actually understand that mental health as of right now is at its peak because of the pandemic especially with young teenagers like three of us Mm. and thankfully we are blessed that we have family and friends around us that you know we can talk to and we can be mentally sane
3: yeah
1: so if you if you guys need any talking person next to you just to hear your concerns or anything please just talk to one of your friends it doesn't have to be it, it has to it can be any friend that you haven't spoken to like eight ten ten years yeah. just anyone just talk
0: the first step to saying like getting out it's always just talking in the yeah. end talking to somebody you trust or somebody you think that would understand you is what can help you in the end that's mm-hmm. what sure. yeah. that's what totally all bad. of us totally. like did through our problems you just talk yeah. To yeah. about anything. Like if you guys want to start out with like talking about football, but eventually, it's there,
2: yeah, go ahead. Yeah, totally, <laughs> it man. all
0: depends on you. So, yeah.
2: I feel like a good example of that would be uh me from my perspective. I went for someone who was like three years younger than me, and she she literally helped me out of this deep hole I was in, and it was during the pandemic as well. And I had some uh issues with my with my life, right? And then this person literally helped me out of this deep hole i was stuck in i couldn't i couldn't take myself to talk to anybody but then this girl approached me and saying am i okay you just don't look okay at my stories i look i'm completely fine but then i don't know how deep down she knows that i just wasn't fine and like shout out to her because yeah whatever i just said i can 100 percent back that it is this man is solid, man. Whatever the <laughs> this is solid, bro. <laughs> you're so a funny. legend, man. Yo, <laughs> you are a legend, bro. You are solid, bro. That statement is oh, solid. Oh. That was so good. This isn't a Santa Express anymore. That, 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 that felt Express. cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> that felt cleansed. <laughs> uh, hey. Oh my God. Oh man. Yeah, so yeah, uh, Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, okay thank it you, thank you, thank you. Going back to the topic about foreigners, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to slide away from the topic because being the Santa Express, we have done that a lot of times. <laughs> we we had to yes. re-record every single <laughs> yes. time. But um when you first came into Malaysia, right? And then remember the statement you uh, you said about uh, how we call Abang seniors, right? Mm-hmm. Do you still have like this struggle in language barrier? Is, is there still a huge struggle in it?
1: I don't think there is because obviously it. um anyone who i talk to obviously speaks in english right yeah, yeah even in the you know even if i go downstairs to my local cafe or my mm-hmm. local my grocery store downstairs i don't need to do, say anything i just you know give them the money and take my food yeah. take my groceries whatever but if i'm outside talking to someone then you know um i would obviously just say i would just say hello and just end it there uh, rather yeah. than going in a deep down conversation Mm-hmm. but i don't think i've ever had that sort of um you know language barrier but i've obviously had my identity being you know ah, changed yeah. oh, so yeah. there was this um <laughs> there was this one time i was going to going to a mall i can't remember the name of the mall from the top of my head and my parents had actually sent over a few uh clothing items for me because i was Mm -hmm. lacking off clothes and i had needed some new ones yeah and i forgot to bring some because obviously there's baggage weight that you can take (laughs) in a certain airlines so they send it over to someone's hand and i'm like okay and when i was to come back to my dorm the guy who took me was a tamil guy and he's speaking to me in tamil and i'm like uh abang i don't speak tamil uh, he's like oh you don't speak tamil and he started to speak and speak to me in english and i'm like he's like oh you look tamil though i'm like i know it's probably because of my skin color but i don't
3: <laughs> I'm like, How?
1: like i'm just there with i think i was listening to music and i had to literally stop my music because I'm like,
3: what <laughs> what did i saying?
1: So, yeah, man, it's... uh, But in terms of language, I don't think there's been a barrier because obviously everyone over here speaks English. You know, Even if you speak a language or word or two in English, you don't understand it. You don't need, like, high-end terms to understand anyone. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I don't think there's been any language barrier over here.
2: Yeah, you settle in this country very easily, yeah. It's kind of like how... Was there any setbacks? (sighs)
1: I... I think the beauty about how we uh, you know how we think about foreign countries in Indian families is that you know you have these set of expectations that you have that you have to live up to, you know and your parents come with you, you they help you settle down. I, I remember my, uh, my father came with me to Malaysia in my first year uh to help me settle down. So we, you know, we scouted the place. We were like, okay, here's there's a restaurant here, you know, there's a bank over here, there's this over there, there's that. So we didn't, you know, have much of a setback in terms of you know being in here. Because obviously during the pandemic, what more could you do? Right?
0: True as well. True as you well. You know,
1: but it, on the other hand, I'm I felt like I made some sort of a relation uh, with a lot of people especially over here so the people who run the cafe downstairs um they're two uh, old uh, couple and during the pandemic there was literally the whole dorm was empty no local malaysian kids maybe partially a few here and there and mostly international kids but they won't obviously come out because they're scared yeah. um So, you know, I would used to go out down to them and, you know, when I told them that I was about to leave, um, to go back and, you know, uh, they literally texted me the night off before I was to leave. I, I was to leave early morning the next day. They were like, you know, thank you for helping us during this pandemic. You know, it's been really hard on us. And, you know, even such messages have a long way that impacts your life you feel like you made that connection with them even though yes now they don't they may or may not remember me i have no clue but you know small things like these have a long way man in terms of how it impacts your life positively so i don't think it's been more of a setback but i feel it's been more of a positive setback i'll say that so good oh my god damn that was that was deep especially no, the, really. <laughs> like that little
0: connection like i feel like that's what makes us uh, i want to like malaysian or human it's just like we have these little connections with people because like being malaysian is all about being together like we call it yeah. manusiaan like just being yep. together knowing everybody who's in the community everything It's just and i feel like that's kind of what we held on during the whole pandemic but especially for foreigners because yeah especially in unis where there are foreigners everywhere or international students so that's what we held on to that kind of kept us sane just us being a community the small things the small things mattered so much uh, back when the MCO started for everybody yeah the MCO was difficult right
1: and everyone yeah, no
0: matter
1: yeah, if you it were not. no matter uh, if you were a local no matter if you were international hmm. made no difference
2: there was a time That was the time when people couldn't even put food on their plate and it's just a very very bad place to be in especially if you're like if you're getting minimum wage right as your wage right now and then suddenly you just can't go to work how do you expect mm-hmm. to pay rent how do you pay for your bills how do you even get food and if you have children how are do you going to give them the or is going to support them yeah because yeah. yeah.
0: i like, there's a certain like okay there's this one idiom in malay which is called kais pagi, makan pagi, kais petang, makan petang, which means like you work the whole day just so you can eat that day. So those people are the ones who suffered the most. And it was honestly quite sad to see, but I'm glad like
1: those who persevered, they're still here with us. Thank, thank God. And I think the, I think, and also as a foreigner, I felt the other time where I felt that there was unity in Malaysia mm-hmm. it was when the floods had happened. Uh, I remember yeah. I remember um, uh, I was back in India when uh, when this had happened and you know I, was, I came across it on Instagram and I remember texting all my friends I'm like are you guys okay are you guys safe because literally I I did not know what extent it went to who was you know whose house got destructed and whatnot yeah. for me my friends always came first for me I'm like are they okay and I just hope they're okay because obviously being an outsider you can't do much from the outside Uh, all and all you can do is just pray that you know they're all safe everyone's safe no matter if you're their friend or your friend or not and one of my friends um shout out to her she took the initiative uh with her family to you know provide food provide clothing provide blankets and I'm And I was just, like, in awe because of what she did. Because I felt like she she did not even look at, you know, if if they're Indian or Malaysians or anything. They just saw people who were struggling. And they gave them everything they needed. She posted all day about, you know, being delivering food or if there's any sort of help required at a certain place and i remember texting her i'm like i could not be more proud of you what you did today and what you did for what you're going to do maybe for the next week or two i could not be more proud of, of you as a friend and obviously as an outsider you can just maybe repost the story you know say yeah. like
0: hey like the most you can do is like at least let people know what's happening. So maybe people overseas yeah. want to contribute, maybe money wise or anything like that. They can.
1: And I felt like that, you know, at the end of the day, you feel human when any of these things happen. Like, even if it's an earthquake, if it's a volcanic volcano eruption or anything, you just feel that it's a loss of human life that's happened. And I felt like you know what I. And I'm an emotional guy when it comes up to what happens to anywhere. I'm uh, like, even if it's in India, or if it's anywhere in the world. So I felt like maybe if I just do my bit, just by reposting these stories, maybe it'll help someone down the road. Maybe someone will contact them. I know I have a pri my Instagram is private and all that, but someone maybe.
0: Yeah, and then that, that so, person will repost, and then uh, the word will spread, and then who knows? Yeah, somebody who could actually like do a lot. So in the end, you're doing your part, you're doing what you can.
1: Yeah. Shout out to her, man. Shout yeah. out to her to yeah. help her to help endure this plasma. Yeah, because
0: when you feel like there's nothing you can do, but you can't do nothing, you just do what you can.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Totally. This just rebuild the faith in our the whole world. There is still human life in this world. There's like still actually yeah. human decency in this world, because yeah. you know how the world's just right now in a very bad situation yeah it's uh, fragile it's fragile it, The, it's really the fragile that's, that's
0: one thing about humans is that it takes like a disaster for people to actually come together <laughs> like, it does, it, like yeah it's, no we weren't looking at like age race color or anything we're just looking at okay this person needs help screw it i'm helping i don't yeah. care just i'm gonna help if i can i'm helping that's one thing oh, which right. really it really touched me because uh, i still remember what what i was doing when i think it was like the Second day, like after after the initial like major flood, I was just mm-hmm. sitting at home. Like it was during our sand break, so we weren't really doing much. Like I was just playing my video games, but it just didn't feel like the right thing to do. So we just had to help. Yeah,
2: yeah. <sighs> because yeah. like, Mick, you went and helped a lot of people in the floods, right?
0: I went, say a lot, but
2: I help. did as much as I could, like to help. You did as much as you could thing is yeah. with me i i didn't help i i didn't go out physically and try to help yes, people so yeah i mean i'm people. not gonna hold that
0: against you like people if you can't then you just can't they're not gonna like judge you just because you didn't like yeah go down to the field like to the field like we call it turun padang yeah. it's like going down mm-hmm. and like helping like people you like i said just do what you can if you can't go down physically spread the word spread bank accounts yeah. everything
2: Guess like the yeah. only thing i could do back then was uh my family actually made like this whole account uh, trying to save flood victims only thing i could do is just repost 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 because i wanted to go out and physically help them and send them stuff send them money or send them food for fuck's sake but it was too dangerous my mom said it was too dangerous and plus look at me i'm, I'm a stick i i i drown I no i swim. mean honestly i could fly totally get that
1: <laughs> i totally get that dangerous part because like with floods with how it goes it's you don't really understand what's in that water. It could be literally a sharp object and it could just smack your leg or whatever. Like as much as like you want to
0: help
2: to make sure your own
0: safety isn't like in jeopardy.
2: Totally. But then like the only thing I could do back then was, like I said, repost, right? Mm -hmm. But then I also did something. uh, I remember there was a food shelter in the Surau beside my house. And every single time my dad gave me money for food, I would just donate to that food shelter because I felt like that was the only possible thing that could make me feel good about myself when people are suffering. But I myself, I'm going to say right now, I feel like I'm privileged enough to not be in that situation where people were suffering, people, lives were lost. And I'm just chilling in my room playing games. I felt so privileged and so lucky to be here, to be where I'm at right now. I just felt extremely lucky. And to all the people who suffered back then, I'm I'm sorry and sorry for your loss, but I hope you guys are doing better now. I think everyone is sorry. I think yeah. everyone is sorry. Not yeah, just, not really just definitely, you, definitely, but everyone yeah. is sorry.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: So yeah, so like, um, coming back to like, our coming back topic. to the topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our, so we we, we slipped away from the topic again, man. Yeah, we got, we got like a it's couple like of things. Couple more questions, then yeah, we're, we're okay. We went through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty we, we went deep. So yeah, um, did living in Malaysia like live up to any expectations you had in their head, like once you when you were scouting, like once you were started living in everything?
1: No, because I had literally had no expectations.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Cause
1: here's the thing with cause I've seen how you know, we in India live in, like, we have a similar type of dorm that I'm living in. And uh, it's more cramped. All I can say, like, rather than having two bathrooms, you have, they'll have one or two. If there's two, you have a privilege, literally. But if you go to any country with a certain expectations, you know, that's the whole point of, you know, which connects back to the whole point at the beginning about homesickness is that don't go to any country thinking that, you need, you know, oh, this did not meet up to my expectations. Ah, oh, this didn't happen. This wasn't there. This isn't there. This isn't there. What are you gonna do about it? Gonna go talk to anyone about it and complain? What are you gonna do? Especially as a foreign student, like as a foreign student, what else do you need other than a bed and a table? And a chair to sit. And Wi-Fi to do online. And Wi-Fi to talk.
2: (laughs) Wi-Fi is the most. Totally forgot, especially now. And and Wi-Fi, especially now. now.
1: (laughs) Totally forgot about Wi-Fi. But what else do you need other than these four things? And food as well. How can you forget food and water? Six.
2: What else do you need. You need? You don't need anything else. Anything else? And
1: maybe for your mental support, if you feel like you're not at a great mental state friends and family, hey, what else do you need? If you go to any country with expectations, forget about it, please. To any foreigner who's coming to any country, either if it's there, even if they're a student, if they're seeking a job anywhere outside, don't go to any country without, just go to any country, but without expectations and just live that life, however
0: that is. Expectations will let you down.
1: It will yeah, let expect- you down. Yeah. It will let you down drastically. And you'll feel like, oh man, I want to go back home now. That's literally going to be the number one feeling that everyone's going to have. If yeah. you have expectations.
2: Number I have one. one quote for that. I have one quote for that. I-, I can't remember the quote, but I think everybody here knows. Hit him with uh, the quote, say, Hit him with the quote.
1: <sighs> hit him. Come on. You can't say uh, that
3: you have a quote
0: and forget about the quote, not say
2: do- <laughs> <Go> on, <dude. laughs> Don't have don't any do
0: expectations. Alright, let, let me talk. all eh?
2: oh don't my have any God, high expectations, so you won't be disappointed. <laughs> no,
0: it's, it's it's the fucking Spider Man. No way, Home one. Expect disappointment, oh, and no. you won't be disappointed. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my, I, I turned it around. But yeah, you, you get, get what I mean. Out, you get what I mean. Get out of this room, call Now,
2: but whatever Zendaya said about that quote, this what Ayus just said, I I feel like there's a connection there because one is saying don't expect a lot. So you won't be disappointed. The other one is saying you shouldn't be expecting something like that because just forget about it, right? Because like this, I feel like you re- shouldn't really expect something from because you're going to a country, right? And then you're going to if you're going to have any like high expectations and then you don't get up to the high expectations, you're just going to be mentally we'll be sad down. by your style. Yeah, Yeah. We'll like,
1: you know, you see countries like the US or the UK these countries have everything that you need.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Totally. And especially I Especially Wi-Fi. Yeah, especially Wi-Fi. They have 5G Wi-Fi. They have them. free
0: Wi-Fi everywhere. Like, so yeah. Weird. Like I checked my Wi-Fi. Like, my Wi-Fi was trying to connect everywhere. My phone. I was like, whoa, okay, damn.
1: But if you go to any country like, I don't know, somewhere in Europe or you know, you come to Southeast Asia. What do you need? Seriously.
0: Besides <laughs> like the six things you were in Yeah.
1: <laughs> Especially the six thing. But yeah, I don't know, man. People need to stop having expectations. Cause the thing with uh, as a foreign student is like obviously you come here to just study and get out. True, true. Graduate, sorry. <laughs> get out, that's, I mean graduate. That's, that's to I to graduate. <laughs> Study and graduate. End <laughs> off. But and also there's this whole financial independence that's on you. Yep. Every single transaction that happens, that's on you, on how you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Either you can be totally lazy and mm-hmm. go, okay, I'm just gonna spend whatever my parents have given me on things that that I should not be doing. Because so subconsciously, you know that you're not doing the right thing, totally not doing the right thing.
2: Yeah.
1: And you know, that's where your friends' influence comes all in. oh, they'll be like, oh man, let's go to the bar, oh, let's go here, let's go there. And you're like, yeah, let's go. But inside of you, you know, you're like, no, yeah, that's yeah. not you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't you're be not doing to go
1: there. So you know, you know, You know, every family has different financial Mm
3: -hmm.
1: burdens, you know, some come on loans from the bank, some come on, you know, university grants or, you know, scholarship, some get maybe a bit of pocket money to maybe last two, three months. So you have to be really financially clever on how you spend your thing. Mm-hmm. yes you will have your groceries that you will have to buy yeah and you'll have these things that you'll have to do the medical test and whatnot totally acceptable these are expenditures that you have to do but if you're like eating outside 24 oh, 7 you're gonna go broke
0: within the first month
1: you're gonna go <laughs> broke within one week not even <laughs> a month it's like a week. a week
0: if you don't know how to like cook for yourself with groceries
1: ah, no happen. lie, you don't even need to cook like okay some dorms have cooking yeah, some, facilities yeah, some. some don't like, so don't, don't spend your have... money
0: on like all the fancy ass dinners lunches yeah every don't. single
1: day or gonna... don't go to like a five-star <laughs> hotel saying oh i would like to have this champagne and champagne this
0: pain straight up
1: this lobster and whatnot I'm like,
0: like a simple so, meal for less than 10 bucks is totally like you can get that in a yeah. mama or a kopitiam. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's something simple True. and easy.
0: You just yeah. what do
1: you need? What you just need, a, maybe if you're making cereal, what do you need? Cereal and milk and a bowl,
0: exactly. You're good for like two hours. Bucks.
1: That's 20 bucks right there. Yeah. about
2: oh the man, cereal could you last year, like that.
0: two weeks at the most, a week plus. Damn.
2: I'm oh, trying not uh, to laugh right now because whatever you guys just said, whatever you guys just, said, just described me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this guy eats out all the time. That's the thing. You're like, okay, I
2: like he's, he's still a
0: high schooler, so like everything's. like uh, he's oh, still cool. high school. Yeah, so he has, he okay. hasn't got into but when you get yet.
1: to uni, dude, I'm telling you, you need to learn financial <laughs> being clever. Financial, financial maturity.
0: You just need yes, to say no. I can't. You buy need that, that financial
1: Maybe maturity. Next
0: Maybe next week, but not today. Today, I'm just gonna have a sandwich and that's it.
2: Bro, like, we just you know, came that's... back from eating in KL, Mick. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: You can't talk as well, Mick. I saw you
1: <laughs> posting that story up on Insta, eating out of KL. So you be quiet uh. about that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, shit.
0: You got to call me out like that, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm
1: going to call oh, yeah. you out,
3: man.
2: You call me out. I call you oh, out. Damn.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, it's
3: It's yeah, jokes.
0: Well, but yeah, once you reach, uh, like, college level, uni level, that's, like, when your, like, independence or, the like, maturity has to kick in. Like, yeah, once you w- once just, like, spending no things will willy-nilly, <laughs> the butterflies are going to start coming out of
1: your wallet. Yeah. Very and then you're going to go, like, oh, please, can I get some more money? Transferring money takes, like, days to come. How are you gonna survive those days?
0: Oh, like, it actually, it actually like takes a, a while, like overseas. It takes a while.
1: Like people don't understand. Like it's not like a bank to bank transaction. You know, oh. if your parents are living in another country and they have a separate bank and you have a separate mm-hmm. bank. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have May Bank, trusted May Bank. Nice. Um <laughs> better than every <laughs> tr- Amazing.
2: Yeah, it's definitely better than C <laughs>
0: I was oh, like... no, we're shading Malaysian banks, how nice.
2: Yeah, well, there we're goes... Totally like, really one of my, one of my
1: friends was like, oh, do I open an account in CIMB? I'm like, don't even take the name of CIMB. No. <laughs> take, <laughs> take
0: that name, throw it in the ocean. Throw, throw, it, throw it in the ocean.
1: Now. But yeah, man, it's... Um, yeah, you just need to learn that financial maturity when you get up to that um, uni level. Yep. To, especially if you're a foreigner and you don't have a lot of financial... And if you, and have a lot of financial support, you've got to learn the financial maturity. I'm lucky that my parents, my parents and my family told me about this financial maturity from way before. They're like, yep. you know, we'll, and I used to actually like save money to get a few things for myself. I, you know, I would get it like, this was when I was like eight or nine or 10, I would, you know, get money from my parents and they were like, you know, and I would use to put this in a purse that I had. And I'm like, okay, I'll probably buy myself something good. You know, I used to buy myself ice cream or whatever. Mm So, yeah, you know, if you start young about learning. You're going to be set. Oh, yeah. Totally, you're going to be set. Totally. You'll know where to spend. You'll know when not to. And even if you don't, at least make a, I don't know, like an Excel sheet about where your expenses are. going, So you know that, okay, where I should be lowering it and where I should be increasing it.
0: Maybe shout out to, shout out have, to Maybank, their app actually.
1: Shout
2: does out that, to Maybank. So, oh, yes. oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and yeah, should we uh, say CMB, CMB. Uh, take notes from Maybank, take notes, please take, take notes.
0: notes. <laughs> <laughs> we're totally not going to pod- be sponsored by CMB now. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> our Maybank. Done out
2: here. It's done
0: out. I mean, we're talking good about Maybank, so. Oh no, yeah,
1: yeah. Maybank. Uh, Maybank. Maybank, hit it up. It up, hit, hit Santa Express out.
2: Quick.
1: <laughs> 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 who's the who's the director of sponsorships?
2: <laughs> yeah, the sponsors right now is just us ourselves. Yeah. So we're, we're working through this thing. We're gonna we're, grind this thing. We're independent. Season, we, we ain't
0: signed by no record label. <laughs> <Doesn't> yeah,
2: make... <laughs> well ourselves. We uh...
0: that's
2: why this whole podcast idea just came up from a mama shop. And that's why we called it the Santa the, Express. The best we'd... things always come out from a moment shop, please. Yeah, exactly. I can give you one example. Nasi goreng daging and roti Chennai. Yeah, roti chanai. Yeah,
1: roti oh, roti chanai. man. Roti chanai for days. Yeah. Roti for days. It's, it's for days. one ringgit. It's
2: one ringgit. Sometimes it goes for 50 cents. Oh, that's man. A, I was surprised by that. how
1: cheap the food is over here because right. literally, I'm like... So I went, there was, there's this, um, I don't know if it's still like, there's a local South Indian uh, restaurant, uh, not near to me, but it's quite far, but it's Mm -hmm. okay, walking distance. Mm -hmm. And I remember going in there, I'm like, I'm like, I'm hungry, I just need to have food. And so I was like, can I just have a roti chana with some, you know, sambar and whatnot. I was surprised, Two, like, I don't know how much the bill was, like, it was like three, four ringgit. And I'm like, I just had three, four ringgit food, and it was that damn good.
2: How? Speaking of which, that's the thing. Speaking coming of back. which, um, coming back to the topic, right? You said how food, food between Malaysia and India is probably quite similar, right? Is it? Or am I or am I wrong? Very
1: similar. Yeah. In very terms similar. Of, in terms of uh spice level and things like that, pretty similar. Very similar. Yeah, so, true.
2: what I, when I you mean, first you look came look into this country, off, right? My bad. My yeah, bad. My it's, bad, bad. It's, all right, it's all right. It's all right. When you first came into this country, and other than roti canai and all that, sumotu, for example, like nasi lemak or like butter chicken and all that, do you have any problems like trying to eat the food? Because it's something new, right? You always want to try something new. But then you're scared that also you, it might not be nice. I mean...
1: I don't think there's any that I've had issues with the food over here. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. always, like, even to my parents, I still talk to them today. I'm like, you guys really need to come here. Because the last time we came here, we came here, for, we came here for a week. I'm like, you guys really need to take a two, three week holiday and really just come here. Because the Wait food here, the
0: food, man, the food. The just food for the in food. Malaysia,
1: just come for the banging. food. I'm like... You will not, you will have to understand because any, and any foreigner that's coming to Malaysia has to understand. Yes, you'll have expenditures. But from a food perspective, in terms of the expenditure of that, mm-hmm. it is gonna be cheap as chips.
0: <laughs> right, think about, if the, literally literally like, cheap as chips. You can go either way. You can go like cheap, but it tastes good. Like yeah, the yeah. cheap food here is good. Yeah. Sometimes even better than the expensive ass shit That's the thing.
1: Because oh, that's the thing pink. in the thing in India is like we have these uh, stalls. Um mm-hmm. I don't know how to do I know the word in my language, but I just can't translate it into English mm-hmm. for the viewers. But we have these stalls which will sell cheap food, but you'll certainly get food poisoning the next day. <laughs>
2: Oh, okay. Then. okay. Oh, okay. okay
1: um... it, there have been cases where, you know, they've got these, you know, it's good food. Like, there's no doubt about that. It's good food. But if you ha- want to have good food, it's expensive.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you want to have good food, where do you go? To a shopping mall, which is crowded, considering how massive India's population is where do you go there's in India that's the issue with food is like there is no balance like how it is or it's cheap but it's good where I haven't okay I maybe in my 12 years that I've lived there I haven't seen that example Mm -hmm. maybe someone there who's lived there for a good few years can tell me that and I could be wrong in this in this sense but from my perspective from what I've seen totally is that I've not seen cheap but good food.
2: Well, that's let's Malaysia for you right there. Singapore, don't that's try to wrong. take our, don't try don't to pay our, roti ah, r- don't, don't take our nasi lemak. La- la- oh my god! Don't you take our nasi lemak. Don't take our tatare. Don't take our roti canai. Don't take our nasi lemak. Don't take anything from us, please. I mean, I don't know lah. The
1: thing with Singapore is like it's so it fascinates me. Like I don't know. I was listening to a radio show and they were talking about like the most instagrammable places
2: oh god yeah 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 yeah. kl
1: is 35 with fluorescent (laughs) yo god knows what and then there's singapore at number one i'm like okay i've been to singapore for a few hours because i had a transit is it beautiful yes is it as beautiful as kl no Oh, How could To all the, you... the Singaporeans out there,
0: listen <laughs> and listen
1: No disrespect to any foreigners <laughs> No disrespect to any Singaporeans who are listening to this, I love you guys to death but obviously a lot the buildings are great you know, they have these wonderful architecture that they have and you compare it to KL what else do you need other than Batu That's the most beautiful looking thing I mean, there could be other beautiful things in KL. I have no clue. Yeah, if you but go I've to seen the heart Bob of KL, KL.
0: There's, there's the graffiti walls, there's Pataling Street. There's Yeah. I gotta go there, man.
1: Really, when this pandemic is like, yo, yo, sort yo, of calming down, there. I gotta go there.
2: Yeah. We have yeah. the second tallest building in the world. Yeah. Do we? We do, yeah. right? Yeah. For some reason, yeah. we have the second
0: tallest building. I mean, we in the have world.
2: that. I mean, it's beautiful. Can't lie.
0: And we have our own Avengers Tower, the TM Tower right there. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, she yeah, looks
0: yeah. like. She <laughs> went to the <Stats> <laughs> tower for some reason. Uh, oh, Marvel man, give, you us, know, give us give
2: us our money now. <laughs> you want to talk about beautiful places? You can go to like the Istana, the Putrajaya or Putrajaya or Yeah, oh, oh man, I Skyber went to, to Putrajaya one day. Oh man, it's beautiful.
1: The Putrajaya
0: is beautiful, especially if you go yeah. to the
1: lakeside oh, but... I've okay, I haven't been there. I've been to like the city center, but oh my, mm-hmm. I was at all when I saw Putrajaya from like I was going <laughs> on the taxi ride. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And um,
0: throwback to when we had our first like group meeting. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, late. Man. I was late because I went to, this to my guy. Uh,
1: so okay, bit of context for anyone listening to this. So, oh my god, me and Mikhail used to be groupmates in one of our units in Monash, Malaysia. And um, he was, I was the group leader. McKay was the general secretary of the club of our team. Yes, sir. Okay, <laughs> this we, guy... I, see you make, I see you making moves. Yes, no, I, will, I, you will, I... will be sp- like proud. Don't be surprised by what I say next, all right? So oh, this okay. guy, <laughs> we, we had like, I don't know, like five, six meetings. We, we had this essay, group essay that we had to write. We had these, uh, you know, I think we had five, six meetings. Mm-hmm. This guy would come literally late by God knows how many minutes and be like, Watch, I'm sorry, love. No. I'm sorry that I came late. And I'm like, I, I can't do much. The first one. <laughs> I was
0: on time. For
1: huh? <laughs> the rest, Dude, I think you, okay. You were on time for two, three, I would say that, but you were maybe a minute or two late. And I'm like, oh, a I'm a man that takes nonsense. Okay. A minute. Yeah, or two but Wait, no, like, but you gotta consider me. But the thing with me is like, I, <laughs> When any like I love coming to any place like that's early, like and I would like to you know being as Indian as I can you know at least you know say hey what's up come on it or whatever and I'm like oh right, what do I do <laughs> this guy's a <laughs> <like> secretary <laughs> this guy takes minutes and I'm like oh, I cannot so yeah, like I, I wrote uh,
0: down our minutes
1: yeah he wrote yeah. I'll give credits to him he wrote down our minutes so yes good job Mikhail. I pulled my weight
0: in the end. Don't worry. I, I, I'm i a and good th- group mate, guys. Please don't do he's
1: deals. a good group mate. So uh, to anyone uh, okay. who is listening and wants to consider uh, Mikhail as his group mate, uh, please take my word for it. I'm telling it to you verbally. Get him into your group because he's good. He may come late for the first meeting, but excuse that. That's, <laughs> that's his general temperament. Yeah, he's a good group mate. That's his general temperament to come really late. In, as first <laughs> in
0: my defense... I left my house at like twelve or one ish like that. I expect to be back by five, but then oh, our country decided. I mean, we like still we still
1: passed the unit. we, yeah, we still, mean, we, didn't we, still we, we did
0: damn well in that. We, we did. We damn, did well. damn
1: well in that essay. I was like, <sighs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> oh man, maybe the teachers did like our group. Honestly,
0: she was like really nice anyway. To like nearly yeah, everybody. she was really kind. She's really chill.
2: Shall yeah. So, <laughs>
0: oh, voice crack. So yeah, I think that's wait, all, wait, wait, all. Actually, those...
2: actually, Mick, actually, oh. make. I have one more question. I oh, want you got one more. One more. To okay. To end it all off, what do you love about Malaysia? Ooh. As a foreigner, <laughs> what do you love yeah. <laughs> we, we gotta oh, end oh, it. Man, you, love every... got, gotta you, end you love everything about Malaysia.
1: Uh the food is obviously one of them. Yeah, um, the, the people, obviously. I I do have a lot of. Uh, Malaysian friends uh shout out to them uh you know for being my friends since day one um uh, Mikhail's also included I'll have to include him considering <laughs> he gave me the same right for the podcast if I don't say same, I probably might not come back
3: yet.
1: <laughs> so yeah but um no nah, man um uh, I think the food and the people for me stood out more than anything else like I'm obviously not a big guy on traveling uh, if I do have to travel, maybe for a few important things are there, but obviously, we just could see the warmth of the people. What else do you need, especially as a foreigner, just to settle in? You know, they'll help you if you're, if you want to get to point A to point B, wherever you want to go, they'll help you. Yes, there is, you know, every country has its flaws. Malaysia will have its own flaws if you discover it, but... From my perspective, I don't think I've discovered a single flaw in this country. And hopefully I I could hopefully maybe in in the future I could make this country home, but who knows about how many who knows what the future holds. Yeah, who knows what the future holds. But yeah, man. It's Kale, shout out to you, man. Well,
0: that was I know know. to end on. Yeah, that was really nice. I feel like very (laughs) eye-opening. So yes, everybody. That has been the final episode of the season of the Santa Express's first season. So yes, we'll be back in a couple months when this dumbass of finishes his SPM and hopefully does well. Fuck sake, please study. You, guys, I, see you going PL every, I see you going to out to KL. I see you going out to KL and having lunch. My god, this guy.
1: So yeah, so yeah. You're That's the thing. number one. <laughs> I do don't, um, uh, um, don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I am on, on a
0: sem break, man. I don't got a million man coming
2: up. You got classes, classes in, in five days. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna say something, yeah. You were the one who told me about uh the, the lunch today, all right? You, you were no, the one no
0: no, it wasn't me, man. Uh, I didn't
2: invite you uh, out, expose them, expose them, oh. expose them.
3: <laughs> that? Sure that, that. Sure about that.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, so this has been uh um, Mikhaya Skandar, along with my co-host over here, Nasef Samsud, and our special guest, Ayush Nair. So, yes, thank you so much for being on our last episode of the season, and this is us signing off. Ciao, everybody. Bye, everybody. See you guys.